to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. You know, um, 2018 was a beast, and it taught me a lot. I mean, it gave me more of a better understanding of what this world is about and the people who are in it and how they go about what they do. And I won't go into details about anything, which I never really do. You guys know that I'm kind of vague with everything. But I have to tell you that I'm not going to say I'm a changed person. I'm going to say I'm a more enlightened and aware person based on my experiences in 2018, which kind of translated and rolled over into 2019 as well. But we're here now in 2019, and I want to start the segment off by saying I am dog sitting. And what that means is you may hear some barking in the background, but she has been so good. Her name is Beauty. She's been so good, and she promised me that she would be quiet for the time that I'm on the show. And she's a Papillon Pomeranian mix. And if you know anything about those dogs, they're little, but they got a bark that is so loud, you can hear it a block away. So she promised me that she wouldn't bark for a little while. So hopefully we'll have this time together um, and it will be bark free. So as we move along on to our show, as you know, I have been doing a segment. Well, yeah. A segment on etiquette, and it's five parts to it. So I did part one on Monday, last Monday, and this Monday coming up, the holiday, I'm going to do part two. Um, it's a five-part segment, as I said, and we're talking about table etiquette and the importance of table etiquette and what it is and what to do and how to do and all the things involved in it. So if you're interested, which I think it's a, it's an art form, Yes, but it's also a necessity. So if you're thinking that you don't need to know anything about this, trust me, you would be surprised because I learned so much when I was doing my training that it blew my mind. And when you change the way you do things, people will change the way that they respond to you. Mark my words. Now, today, hopefully, we are going to have this amazing Liberian-born exotic beauty vocalist, Fati. Uh, she's currently um, residing in Ghana, so that means that there's a time difference, and there's always the remote possibility that this time difference may cause an issue for us um, in regards to getting this show up and getting it live. But just the same, anyway, it was just... Interesting. So I'll give you a little bit of information about her so that you will know um, something. Um, like I said, she's Liberian-born, and she recently released her debut album called L-O-V-E. It was produced by Ghanaian-based Manny Music Records and in December 2018. The album single, Love, immediately soared to the top of the music charts in Ghana, where, she's current, where she currently lives, as I told you, and has become a popular 
nightclub song. So this is interesting. The single has hit the charts in America. And, I mean, we're excited to have her if she can, you know, dial in and join us. But I wanted to tell you, you know, I do the random stuff. So I got to kind of find out if there's things out there that I didn't know that I wanted to share um, that you may not know. So I'm like, Fati, that's a very interesting name. What does it mean? But what it may mean to us here in America may mean it may be something completely different. So I'm searching and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm searching and I'm looking and I'm searching. So I find the Urban Dictionary, made you believe that, under UrbanDictionary.com. So I'm giving its plug. And Fati, they say Fati is a girl who is extremely gorgeous and has beautiful eyes and, a, and an amazing personality. She has an attitude at first, but as you get to know her, that fades away. She is awkward the first time you meet her and very and very quiet as time passes. But you will find out she's actually very talkative and random. She is a girl that isn't temporary. She's the one. She's trustworthy and a true friend. If you know Afati, you're blessed. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. I mean, I wish I could find things like that about my name. My name means something golden, something real. And I guess those who know me will tell you if that's the truth or not. But isn't it nice to know these kind of things about different things? I mean, it's for me, it just makes it all the more because it, it allows you to sit there and try to figure out if the name goes with the individual and if it's true. And normally it's right on target and it's usually true. So um, I am going to try to see exactly what's going on in regards to her dialing in. Like I said to you, it is. Um, in Ghana, and we are in Delaware, so that's a big difference. So we got to find out exactly what's going down. In the meantime, while I do that, I'm going to play you her song, L-O-V-E, and you're going to love it, and we're going to try to see, you know, what the holdup is. Thank you for, for being a loyal listener. I love you guys.
like I said, they're in Ghana, so the to making the connection to get to me may be a little complicated. So just be patient with me. I appreciate you guys. Anyway, like I was saying about music and being part of your DNA, if you come from a musical background, it is inherent in your DNA. Your children's children will be musically inclined. Uh, I say this because... Um, based on this particular artist and then we had um, another artist who was extremely talented musically and he came from a musical family and the list goes on and on and on and what's so interesting to me is when I look at myself I mean I love music I mean I really do I love all kinds of music and I too have a musical background my singer my sister became a singer because she had a musical background so it's in there so and you know it's just a matter of um, at a young age embracing your talent and, and using it and moving forward with it and having people support you and doing it because it is a gift and it is a blessing so you just need to just run with it now um, let's see um, as you're listening to the music in the background we are really trying to connect and um, I think that Having this opportunity is 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 really good for um for us to be able to connect, you know, across the water, and that's a beautiful thing. Now, before they connect with us, you know, we're just gonna talk about whatever we need to talk about. And as you know, Dr. King's birthday is well, his his celebrated birthday is is coming on Monday, and I I have to tell you. I was really sad, you know, to think that that day is coming and we're all going to be off and we're supposed to be doing volunteer activity. And I'm going to tell you, this has just been everything that's going on in society, in the news, the communities. It's all really depressing because it seems as if we lost our um, motivation We've lost the push to do more, to do better, to be better, and to be more. And I don't know why. I mean, I can come up with a lot of speculation, but I really don't know why. I can't put my finger on it. And I see a lot of sadness uh, um, across the board. You have, you know, you have to acknowledge and you have to truly admit that there is a lot of sadness. You have some government employees, a ton, a slew of government employees who are not getting paid. Um, and they're trying to make um, concessions for themselves and their lives and their livelihood and their lifestyle. And it's it's scary because this could happen to anyone at any time. And for this to be happening for the reason that it's happening is unfortunate. I know that I've been watching the news and um People have been really getting out there trying to help those um, who are government workers, uh, who are, they are in need. And people are not going to say they're in need and not going to ask. No one prepares for something of this nature, but these things do happen. And I'm just saying, I don't know what it is that, you know, you on an individual level can do, but I collectively we just need to, you know, be mindful of our neighbors and the people that we know and ask them if they need help. Whether they're going to say it or not, just know that you asked. That's all that really matters. Now, um, I'm sure there are different organizations and different places that you can contact to be able to offer assistance to those who are currently without um, 
a job at the moment, not because they don't have a job, just because they're not getting paid for the job that they do because of the situation and the circumstance. And and reach out, do what you can, uh, any way you can. And, And that's all you can do is the best you can based on what you can do. I know it sounds like a lot of circles that I'm saying, but you get the point because in the middle of the circle is the truth. So, um, and that's what I see. And like I told you, uh, 2018 was hard, but 2019 seems to be much more difficult too because of everything that's going on and and because of the, um, I think it's just a whole bunch of question marks all over everything now. You know, everything is uncertain. There's no certainty you can't guarantee anything anymore and that's that's sad I mean the only thing you can't even guarantee you're gonna breathe because who knows what's in the air that we're breathing I mean you gotta have faith and you gotta have belief in yourself your system and the things that are true to you so my thing is you gotta be close to family you gotta have family you gotta have a support system um, that's there for you. You got to have some really true, true friends who, uh, you know, who really love and care about you and not what you can do and not what you have. Because at the end of the day, um, the individual is all that matters. Uh, you got to make sure that you take care of yourself by eating right and exercising. And it's expensive to eat right, let me tell you, because um, organic is better for you. But process is cheaper for you. And don't fall into the the belief that, you know, uh, it's not going to hurt you. It is. Processed food is not good for you, and it will hurt you in the long run. In addition to the food that you ingest, make sure you understand the things that you ingest, the words that you say, the things that you read, the things that you watch, and the things that you believe. Um, me and my daughter had a conversation rather she was schooling me because you know after a certain point your kids kind of kind of put you in place occasionally but she was schooling me this time about something that I was always telling her about putting negativity out into the universe by the words that we speak and I said something that was very negative and she turned and told me you're always telling me be mindful of what you say because the universe is listening so don't say anything negative be positive and I had to step back and, and apologize to her and to the universe for that negative statement and, you know, that negative period of, of time of those words that I was saying. And you, you just got to be, you got to be clear. You got to be careful. You got to watch what you say, watch what you eat, watch what you do, and watch who you're doing things to, because that too will um, come back to, to haunt you later on as well. I try to be good and decent to people, but... It's not always the case in return, and we also need to understand that. Now, I have played this amazing song for you twice, and we're just going to keep moving forward with um, trying to find out exactly what's going on. Like I said, it is not easy doing, um, you know, doing the radio show, making connections with different people, time zone changes. I mean, it's a five-hour time difference, so we're, and I don't know where you are, but on the East Coast, it's 3 p.m., but in Ghana, it's 8 p.m. at night. So they're having a nice Saturday night. Hold on, I'm going to play Freddie Jackson for you in the meantime. Thank you.
I love Freddie Jackson. I guess I'm having a Freddie Jackson moment. Um, we're still trying to find out exactly what's going on in the connection. And it's just not happening right now. So, I mean, we can continue talking because I got a lot to say. And, you know, I've been away from you guys so long, from my listeners for so long, you know, just trying to deal with 2018, which I told you was a beast. And um, I have to tell you, it's, it's, it's hard out there. And, I mean, it was so bad that I had decided to give up watching um, the news. Because every time you turn the news on, it was so much negativity. And, like, we were talking about the negativity that we kind of spew out there unknowingly often. And it was more than... Then I could process because I would hear it was like punishment, like someone was punching me every time I heard something negative, and it would just hurt me, and I couldn't deal with that anymore. And I don't know how people out, you know, who do certain jobs handle this. Um, I I commend them because it really brought me to a place where I couldn't take it anymore. It was like an injury that just kept hurting over and over again every time I heard something negative and I just had to stop and I started watching Netflix okay and I have to tell you that I am a Netflix junkie I have watched um one movie I watched was Lionheart that was good um that took place in Africa in Lagos I believe um, it was really good, so you want to catch that one again. I did watch Bird Box, and for all you people out there who are doing these Bird Box challenges, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what's wrong with you? There's absolutely no reason for you to do a Bird Box challenge when you can see, and you've got no issues. I mean, I've seen foolish things, and it, it makes no sense to me. But, you know, that's your thing if that's what you want to do. But please, be responsible. Do it by yourself. In an empty room where no one else is around. That way no one gets hurt. Just you. And your foolishness. So, you know, that was good. Then I started watching um, Person of Interest with um, Taraji P. Henson. And I found myself watching a lot of those episodes. Then it got to be a little unrealistic to me. And I see that when a show has is a long-running show... The writers have a really difficult task of keeping it interesting and keeping it really, um, I guess, close to being like the 
original as possible over time. And then I started watching Bloodline, and oh my goodness, what a messy family. They got more drama than enough. I thought that, was it the have and have nots was a drama full show? Bloodline was just more than <laughs> major headstand. You're like, what? Yes. So those are the things that I've been doing and those are the things that I've been listening to and stuff and watching. And yes, they have killing and murder and and and, and um theft and all kinds of um stuff in it that is negative, but yes, I watch it. And you know, I've watched some other shows on Netflix as well, movies and, and you know, shows as well. Just to get myself away from thinking about, you know, the negativity that's right outside your front door. And I have to tell you, it was very helpful. And the interesting part about that, that when you meet up with people and you hang out with friends, you have something to talk about and you're not sitting on your phone texting each other. You have a real conversation. We have had so many great conversations um, over the past year and into this year over shows that we watched on TV. And that's the thing. We have to get back to talking, to speaking to each other and having conversation because I think that too is becoming a lost art. And we have learned how to do things in bites, you know, 150 um, characters or less. Or we just don't say anything. I'm becoming a a fan of talking on the phone because to hear somebody's voice sometimes is such a soothing thing and it just makes you feel good. You can hear when they're laughing. You can hear when they're sad and you can you can judge how to approach them based on the tone of their voice. You can't do that in a text. I'm telling you you can't. A lot of times you say you must be mad. How you tell if somebody's mad in a text? I can't. I just can't. I have no clue of how to judge whether somebody's mad or not, even if they put it all caps, because they might have all caps on by mistake. So you just never know. And, you know, it's 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 getting to that point. I went someplace, and I have to tell you, it was a group of us sitting around, and all everybody was doing was looking at their phones, texting each other back and forth, and they were sitting right across from each other. And I was like, this is crazy. I went to a party once, and I swore that I was losing my mind. It was a beautiful place. We were outdoors and when you looked up you could see the scar the stars so clearly in the sky and the music was pumping and nobody was dancing. They was busy taking selfies. And I'm sorry, I come from an era where we like to move and groove. So if the music is pumping it's time to dance. And I'm walking around looking at everybody taking selfies of themselves and no one's really dancing. I just said get this, I'm going to go out and dance. So I got in the middle of the floor and I danced and had a real good time. And once people saw you dancing, they decided that they wanted to dance too. And that's the thing. Do we know how to take initiative now that we have smartphones? Um, Have we lost the ability to be spontaneous because we have technology? Did Did that zap the spontaneousness out of us? What is happening to us? You know, and I tell you, I don't know. <laughs> These are all the things that I ponder on a regular basis. Um, I was having another conversation. Cause all I do is have conversations with people about different things. And we were talking about um, creativity and how 
we lack a lot of creativity that we're constantly copying the same thing over and over and over again. Will there be any new inventions? For example, we got the iPhone. And trust me, the iPhone is an amazing, bad piece of machinery, okay, piece of technology. It has brought um, people to closer together. It has saved lives. Um, the iPhone, the iPad, that the well, the Apple technology has saved lives, has brought people together, has, um, you know, just changed the world that we live in today. However, we have gotten away from um, being more creative in other aspects. And trust me, uh, I used to hear the saying, nothing new over the sun. Everything just repeats itself. And it's true. Everything is just repeating itself. Things that I've seen 30 years ago, I'm seeing now things that I've seen, you know, it's just repeating itself. But this technology is something that is beyond my concept and understanding. Here we go again. I'm going to give you a little more Freddie Jackson because I'm having a Freddie Jackson day. Jackson fan, what am I going to say? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I just, I'm a Freddie Jackson fan, that's all. And if he's out there listening, hey. But, um, and we did have him on the show before, um, and it was really interesting for him to have this conversation, for us to have this conversation and talk about the different things that are going on in the industry, the music industry today. And, you know, like I said, we were talking about technology before, and we can go back to talking about technology. I mean, keeping up with it is difficult, but it's, like I said, it's an amazing thing, but it's it's letting us take less focus, best focus on the, the, the importance, the important things, the importance of interaction, human contact, and all those things. We really need to, really need to, um, take that into consideration and we're still trying to find out exactly what's going on in regards to the artists and the guests that were supposed to be on the show today like I said it's Africa and that is a degree of difficulty sometimes you know but we do it and we gonna be alright see that's me being positive (laughs) so 
Yes. And, you know, I, um, let's see, where have I been? I haven't been anywhere recently, but last year, you know, I did go to a few things and, and interact with a few people. And um, right now, I believe I'm on the learning tip, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so, it, yeah. <laughs> Someone just sent me a text. Can't repeat it, but it's funny. <laughs> I've been on a learning tip. And I've been taking all these different classes and learning all these different things and trying to be a more better person and and expand my knowledge base and expand my way of um, just how I'm going to interact business-wise, personally, and so on and so much, so much, so forth. Um, See, when people send you crazy stuff, it's kind of hard to get it out your head real quick, but I'm trying. And I got this huge smile on my face because it was crazy. And um, so um, I think I'm supposed to be learning now as opposed to um, uh, going out some more. And I think what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm supposed to be teaching what I'm learning so that um, people have a better understanding of things as well. And, you know, with that in mind, that was one of the reasons why I went into the etiquette um, arena because there's so much that we don't know and the way that we interact with each other and how we behave, it, it, it's astounding. And I have to tell you, um, through the other company, the Village Mirror Etiquette Program, I was kind of confronted with a lot of challenging um, situations because, you know, there was one instance where some of the kids, and these were um, middle school kids, they didn't know their address. They didn't know what county or what, you know, they lived in. And some of them didn't even know their phone numbers. Now, that is some craziness, but it's a reality. Um, This went beyond teaching them how to, you know, hold a a, a fork, spoon, and knife. This was just something so much more than that. Um, It was more like what are we what are we missing what are we not showing our kids so that they could be productive citizens in the future and that's something that we really need to you know really need to sit down and think about um i was often surprised that the little dumb things that you don't think are important are really important to them. Kids really want to learn. They really want to know how to do better and be better. And it's unfortunate as adults, we don't always have enough time to show them. And then you have adults who want to show kids how to do better and be better, but adults won't let them be around the person to show them because of their own shortcomings. And I used to say I was also a track coach. Um, back around 2002, 2003. And the biggest challenge were the parents. Yeah, 2003, 2004, correct, were the parents. The parents made things so difficult because they came with their own prejudices. And they put those prejudices on the kids. Oh, I don't like it because. And the kids come, and they're supposed to be benefiting from the program and getting in shape and learning how to be better athletes. But they come with an attitude because their mom or dad had an attitude about the coach. And they bring that there, and the kids, no, nah, I'm not going to listen to you because you're not my mother my father. Kind of stupid stuff like that. Or my mother said that I don't need to listen to you. And then 
there you go. You have just handicapped your child because of your attitude. And these are the different things that we come in contact with. And parents, let your children grow. Let them learn as much as they can so that they could be productive as citizens, productive adults when they get to be older. So that way they have a better chance. They stand a better chance to get out of this this crazy habit trail that they sometimes put us on. And we keep running around in circles and going nowhere. And there is some place to go. And you have to let them know that there is some place to go and let them grow to find what their place is so that they can go do that and be the best that they can at that. And then they, too, will turn around. Oh, it seems as if we have our guests. Oh, my God. They're here. Hello. Hello. Is this Fatu? Hi. Hi. Yes, it is. How are you, Queen? Uh, how are you? I'm blessed. I'm happy. I'm excited to be talking to you. Oh, I'm I'm happy to have you. Okay. I have um I've been I guess I've been talking about so much now. But I've played your song Love twice and I love it. And I wanna tell you thank you because music is a blessing. Okay, you're welcome. Music <laughs> is a blessing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. You know when I wrote it, um um, I uh, I wanted to write a song about universal love, so mm-hmm. I'm glad that it reached you the way it reached you. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, okay, let's get to the beginnings of Fati. What does Fati mean? Because we had a little bit of a um, definition, but it may not be the right one. Hello? Uh-oh, we have a connection problem. Oh, Are you no. there? Can you hear okay, me? Okay, no, you're good now. Yes, I'm here. yes, I can now. Okay. Um, what does okay. Fati mean? What, what? Um, the 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 meaning of the name is love of faith, accepting the events and the situations in life. Nice. That's deep. Yeah. Okay. So you deep. You know, I'm a, <laughs> you know, I try I try to be a little deep here and here and there every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Now, what made you get into music? Because I know you have a very extensive um, music background and music history, but what made you decide to go into music? You know, I always uh, tell this joke. I I, I say um, music started for me as soon as I exited my mother's womb. When the doctors hit me on the butt, I didn't cry. I, I started to sing. I was like, wah, oh, wah. <laughs> <laughs> a little corny joke for you. <laughs> no, no, but uh, seriously, this is something that I've wanted since I was a little girl. This is something that I've prayed for. Um, I um, I always, you know, was involved in, in um, something that involved around uh, music, like theater, um, dancing, and things like that. So I've always been Enjoy entertainment of some sort. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So, um, so growing up, I mean, did you go to school? Where did you go to school? You went to school in Liberia, Ghana. What was it? Right, U.S. Where? No, I went to, I went to school um, at Columbia College. Chicago. Okay, wait. Um, you fading in and out. Okay, can you um, repeat that again, please? Can you hear me? Uh, keep talking, and I can tell you. 
Okay, you're I it's fading in and out again. Hello. 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 Okay. Um that's Angelo. Just give me a second. I'm going to put you on hold for a second. I'll put some music up. Hold on. Yeah, that was Angelo. He was just checking on you. Okay, that's him again. Hold on. He was checking on you to see if everything was good. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but um, you... to answer your question, I went to school um, at Columbia College, Chicago. Oh. Oh, that's um, that's Angela calling again. Everything is good, Angelo. Thank you. Okay. So, um. Oh, really? In Chicago, Chi Town. All right. Yeah. Okay, so that's nice then. The windy, windy. Uh huh. Yeah, windy. Yeah, and it's got some other things going on there too, other than wind. (laughs) Absolutely, I know that. Chirac. (laughs) Yep, for the movie. (laughs) Shout out to Chicago, though. I love Chicago. (laughs) It is a beautiful place. Yes, I've been there a few times. I almost moved there, but I changed my mind, and I'm glad. But um, so. What did you study when you were in college? Um, I studied um, music, music management. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Music management. Oh. So I, I have a fine arts degree, yeah. Oh, nice, nice. So you're really serious about music because I've come across some musicians who study engineering and stuff like that um, and then decided down the road that they wanted to go into music. But that was your passion and that was where you had your focus on. And that's great. Right. It was either music or theater. I guess they're one and the same because, you know, to do theater, you have to sing, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) So that's great. Now, I mean, so you've been exposed to Amazing America, and you're in um, Ghana. What is the difference? I always wanted to um, understand. What's the difference? Is there really any big difference? Um, yeah, okay. Well, I'm actually in Abidjan. Um, that's mm-hmm. in, that's West Africa, um, right next to Ghana. But the difference is the food tastes so much better. Um, the you're we we are the majority, so every time everywhere you go is always beautiful black people. <laughs> you have to love Ooh. that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, <laughs> right. Um, the um, the the uh, here the here where I, where I live the. It's 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 more of a tropical weather, so it's always mm-hmm. nice. You know, sometimes it rains when it's rainy season, but the weather is uh, 
right now it was no hotter than like eighty something degrees. Oh, um, yeah, and um, you should come. I got a place for you. Come on, boy. You, you invite. I make sure I cook some macheque, some local, Ooh. some pepper sauce. Some chicken, some fresh chicken too. Just okay. you know, it's not that processed stuff that you that you're eating right now. It's okay, the fresh, we gonna, fresh chicken. Look, we gonna talk because I got some time coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go go. Because <laughs> I like to eat. Okay. You can be my best friend because I love eating too. <laughs> now that's interesting because you know I'm be honest. Americans get such a bad um, impression of Africans, and Africans get such a bad impression of Americans. Am I correct? That's true. I, I really do think it's because is it's, they just ha- haven't traveled, you know, mm-hmm. to America, or they haven't traveled to Africa. Because once you hear, I've never heard anybody that came to Africa and, and said that they had a bad experience. Mm-hmm. It's always life changing, you know. It was always life changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, great, great. That's that is really interesting to 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 hear, because, um, you know, I, I was talking earlier and I was talking about watching TV and you know that's the idiot box. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and it just gives you such a bad impression of the world if you just look at it from that perspective. And you are correct. They, you know, people need to travel, and travel is something that pays you back exponentially. Exactly. Okay. Absolutely. Yes, I love traveling. That's fine. You know, I I really can't stay in one place too long. Like maybe that's mm-hmm. because I'm a Sagittarius. I don't know, but I love to. Oh move my God! I should have known it. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, a Sagittarius. My daughter, a Sagittarius. My niece, a Sagittarius. I'm surrounded. <laughs> oh, you were surrounded by some dope people. Okay. <laughs> to your, uh, your people, I said, "Hey, Sag." <laughs> I'll definitely will tell them that. Now, as far as the music is concerned, your debut album was Love. What other singles on there are um, do you have on there? And um, is the album out? Okay, right now um, the single is out. L O V E Love is available mm-hmm. on all major major download and streams. Mm-hmm. I have my next single is coming out. You're gonna love it. It's called Queen. It's about, mm-hmm. um, um, it's, it's inspiring. It's, it has a, a beat that makes you move your body. It's, it's, it, it motivates you to go after your dreams. Um, it, 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 you know, it pushes you to, to get that paper and believe in yourself and encourage yourself. Um, I have another song on the album called uh, The One. That's that's one of those songs you put on when, you know, you want to wind down, drive mm-hmm. drive down Lakeshore Drive. Um, it's really smooth and mellow. Um, the genre that I'm, I'm into is Afro-pop, afro beats mm-hmm. with a touch of R&B soul. Um, it's mm-hmm. one of those albums that you can play from beginning to end and keep it on repeat. Um, it's really smooth and it, it's feel good music. I wanted to cre- I wanted to create uh, a body of work that is just it feels good. It feels good when the, and you can play. And I really do believe that you can play my album anywhere. Oh, nice, nice. I mean, love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can't help but groove to that. So I could just imagine how the rest of it's gonna be and can't wait. Now I couldn't find it on iTunes, but I was able to find it on CD Baby. When is it going to make its way to iTunes? It's on iTunes. 
It I is. Have it, I, I, it's on my phone. Yeah. Make sure. Okay. okay are you? It's f a. It's f a t i l dot o dot d dot e, and then love. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I just put f a t i, as opposed to everything. But I was able to find it on CD Baby, so that that's all okay. That I appreciate. I appreciate the, uh, that you. You know. You, the, the love, the L O V E love that you uh, <laughs> Hey, I know how hard you artists work, so you know, you gotta you gotta support the best way you can. When you can. Right, and I tell people I tell people it's just a dollar. Come on now, support a black sister. <laughs> <laughs> you know how difficult I gotta it is eat for too. us. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yes. You know, and I think that's important also. Now, when you know, are you do you have any tours planned for the U.S.? Uh, where are you touring now? You know, what's your what's your schedule like? Well, I'm currently on February the fourth. I'm preparing for my showcase. It's uh, it's just for the media. Um, it's going to be at a, a lounge here, and I'm um, debuting uh, five of my songs that's on the album. I'm going to have like dancers and um. Um, and it's going to be live streaming, so I will oh, definitely nice. post it on my social media so mm-hmm. you guys can look at it. Um, after that, I'll be um, preparing for my video. I'm going to do my video, Love. I mean, I'm sorry, Queen. And mm-hmm. after that, I'll I'll be in the space promoting my music and hopefully, listen, I would love to tour in 2019. So I pray that the opportunity will come because I, I, I love the stage and I love um, to uh, sing in front of a, a huge audience. Oh, nice. Now, can I ask you, who's that man in the video with you? Because he is fine. Is he, is he a little eye candy? You like that? Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's an actor. Uh, he's, a, he's an actor from Miami, um, Byron. He's, he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. I don't know him personally. Okay. I just met him okay. that just for that shoot. Yeah. Oh, thank. Look at him, all tall, and look at you, all little. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he was tall too. I, the, the cameraman did uh, did uh, had a good angle because in the video I look taller than what I am. I'm only four eleven, and he's what? like he was like six feet. Yeah, I'm I'm a little I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little petite woman. Oh, okay. I'm five two, so I understand. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I was like, wow. And, I mean, I loved your outfits. Oh, my God. The outfits you were wearing, did you have them? I know they were custom made for you, but they were amazing. Who's the designer? The outfits was actually made in Miami. It's a designer. Um, her name is Erica uh, Everett. Her name is Erica Everett. She's looked um, – she she's a seamstress and I I actually um sketched it out and designed it and she she um uh, whipped those up for me in like what in less like in a week. Wow. It didn't take her long to do it at all. Yeah, and it's oh, actually please. another outfit that I, I didn't wear wear in the video that she did, mm-hmm. but yeah. Oh, so you were a designer also. She got fashion creds too, huh? I'm a choreographer as well too. I you know, produ- I produce my music, I write and arrange mm-hmm. my music. Mm-hmm. Oh, Renaissance woman. There you go. <laughs> uh, so we lost the call. It dropped. So like I said, these things do happen. But we had an amazing, you know, I was glad we could have this opportunity. Hopefully she'll be able to call back in 
and we can get a little bit more information, but she was calling from Ghana, and that is, you know, great. I have to tell you that I really enjoy um, the stuff that I do, and it's having these opportunities to speak to people who are positive and uplifting, multi-talented, funny, and fun, and I hope the opportunity to go to Africa still stands because I don't have a problem getting on the plane and going, but I won't tell you when I go. (laughs) Anyway, um, oh, we lost the call, but that's okay. I will be able to reach out to her via her publicist, who is Angela Ellerby, and I have to tell him thank you, thank you, thank you, because he worked really hard to make sure that this call happened. And His efforts go well above and beyond anything any of you could ever imagine. When he has you um, in his repertoire, he works extremely hard to make sure that you get everything that you need to have, and he doesn't stop until he is completely sure that, you know, his artists are respected and they are well-known. And I have to thank him because this was a challenge on his behalf and for me as well. So being at the call drops, um, and we only got like five minutes left, and you've had an hour of me um, talking about all kinds of subjects and even having this conversation with the artist, I would have to say that you can join me on Monday, as I told you, where I'll be doing my etiquette on program table. It's called the table game, so come on back and, and learn some table manners, and um, that'll be at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on 347-637-2319, and that's the Cocoa Express Show. Now, if you want to um, get the Love CD, like she said, it's on all the um, streaming sites, so CD Baby, iTunes, you name it, it's there, and she's going to be coming out with more. That is Angela calling me again. I'm going to give you some more Freddie Jackson, so here we go.
y'all want me to sing for you? Because I love myself some Freddie J. <laughs> but anyway, this is the end of it, and I'm just letting Freddie Jackson just roll on out. And we're going to have Fatsy come back on the show, and we're going to have another interview with her. And hopefully, you know, we'll get the kinks out of this whole situation with the um, the audio and stuff um, and, the, and the phone connections. And I have to tell you, it, it was fun. It was fun being with you. I'm glad I'm back behind the mic. I've missed you guys so much. And we have so many other things coming down the pike as well. So please, you know, we're here. We're trying to get um, 200,000 listens. So that's my goal for 2019, 200,000 Um So come on, show me some love as much as you can. And on that note, I want you all to have an amazing weekend, and I'll be back on Monday. Be well. Peace. Welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Radio for us all. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.